Hello, fabulous friends, and welcome back to the Booked and Blessed podcast. You know who it is. I'm your host, Carissa, here to help you get booked and feel blessed. Heads up, it seems like every single emergency vehicle in all of New York has been flying by my apartment today as, 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 yep, as well as every single person who owns a little motorbike, not a motorcycle, one of those little like vroom vroom dirt bikes. So I hope you're all in for the ride. Strap in, friends. It's going to be a wild episode today of ASMR. Anywho, I have a life update. Obviously, we all know that I went and got my headshots. It was a great experience. I got my gallery of proofs back and I am having the hardest time choosing only two to be retouched. And you know what? I can't complain because that is a great problem to have. It just goes to show they're amazing photographers. They're amazing at what they do. But this is like one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make, I think. But as I said, better too many than not enough. Do you hear? I don't know if you'll be able to hear this. Yep. You hear the traffic. Oh, someone's car alarm is going off. Definitely the ideal environment for me to be recording in right now. Let me tell you. Anywho, <laughs> better too many than not enough. Send thoughts and prayers. Also send thoughts and prayers to all these people that the emergency vehicles are going to. I have no clue what's going on. I'm going I'm to pause and come back to it. I think I may have jinxed us by talking about the emergency vehicles and all the noise. So I'm just going to shut up and say this episode is going to be smooth sailing. There are going to be no issues. We are going to do our affirmations <laughs> and have a good old time. So rolling right along here, another life update. I have a voice coach um, who is also in New York, but I've been taking virtual lessons from him because we're kind of far away from each other. New York is a big place, especially if you don't have a car, which I do not anymore. Um, but he has been helping me more so with audition prep and some technique things which have helped immensely in my belt because your girl is a classically trained baby, as you all know. and. She's a mixy girl. So he's helping my mix sound more like a belt. And you know, what's the difference? Mix is way healthier anyway. Um, but get ready for some tips and tricks that I learned from him. We are currently in the process of revamping my audition book a little bit and helping me get extra prepared for audition season since it's like literally right here and like, you know, all the things that might be thrown my way. Um, but the thing that I took away and liked the most about our initial consultation was he's all about getting his clients to sound like themselves, their most authentic voice and sound, which you all know, I'm a big fan of that. So there's that. That's new in my life. I can't wait for all of my Australian friends to absolutely murder me for that little accent. What else is new? Ooh, I had the absolute pleasure of seeing the new Broadway show Kimberly Akimbo this week with a dear friend of mine who invited me. And let me tell you, this show was so good. I love a new musical with an original concept uh, because if you are into the Broadway scene, you know that almost all the musicals right now are jukebox musicals and they're based around music that people already know because they think that'll fill the seats. But I'm looking for something new. I feel like, you know, 
putting social justice issues to pop songs or just revamping a story everybody knows and putting it to music everybody knows isn't I mean, let me tell you, some of this is, some of them are great, but it's just a little overdone at this point. So it was all about the original concept. All of the performers were giving choices, humor, character, and voice. Let me tell you, I was all about it. If you get a chance, I definitely recommend going to see it. Um, I also jump at any chance to see a show because you can learn so much every time, not only from the performers and the choices they make that you like, but even just what kind of characters you see yourself playing and finding new cool songs you could audition with or sing at a cabaret. Really just go see a show for educational purposes. Wink, wink. But, of course, to appreciate the incredible talent on stage as well. We love to support our community. Community over competition. I'll say it till I die. (laughs) That was a great song, guys. I'm going to be putting that on Apple Music and Spotify. Look out for it. (laughs) Chris, I hope. All right. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. (laughs) What is up with all of my accents today? I'm, I'm on one. Don't worry about me. Okay. The meat and potatoes of this episode... So you auditioned or you sent in a self-tape, you got a call back, you slayed, you ate mamas, and you got an offer. Round of applause. I am so proud of you and you should be proud of you, but (laughs) what now, right? Okay. This is the thing. We get so excited about booking the job and the audition process and we get so involved because it is a full-time job in and of itself as we've discussed that when we finally get the offer it's like what what happens now so we're gonna go through that especially if this will be your first professional job or the first job that you're having to travel for or anything like that any of anything of the sort okay so sometimes when they send you an offer they'll give you a brief overview of the important aspects of the contract first aka housing your salary and pay obviously at least they should meals per diem if applicable the dates that you will be rehearsing and performing etc before you tentatively accept and they send you the full contract This is one area where having an agent can be extremely helpful because agents will, or at least they should, read through the entire contract, let you know the gist, and if you have any specific questions you can ask or you can tell them ahead of time what sort of things are non-negotiable for you, and then they will either accept or negotiate your requests on your behalf, which can be really nice because it can relieve some of the tension and the just overall awkward nature of stating your demands and asking for what you need and deserve. So it adds a little bit of a buffer and a middleman between you and the theater company or the people in charge of all of those things and making sure that actors um, are, their contracts are being upheld. But this is also the time to ask all the questions you have regarding the contract so no surprises are thrown your way. So even if you don't have an agent and you get an email from them, send them all your questions so that they are clarified in advance and you have something, you have documentation to look back on if in fact anything falls through. Hopefully it doesn't, but you never know. Um, You want to know what to expect so you can be adequately prepared. That's not asking for much, you know. If there's housing... 
for instance, what is all provided and what will you have to bring? How much space is there? Is the place furnished? Is there a kitchen? And if so, what's included? Pots, pans, microwave, plates, bowls, utensils, coffee maker, like what what types of kitchen appliances do they have? Just so that you can mentally prepare. Do they even have a kitchen? Are you going to have to be eating a lot of meals out or from if it's a dinner theater, like will they be providing meals, things like that. So all of the nitty gritty things, which are also very important to know. If you have to find housing, which has happened to me, do they have any leads or suggestions on where to look around and where to ask? And will they pay you accordingly to afford your housing costs? Thankfully, the company I worked for, they had a lead or two from people who worked at the same park and I got in contact with one of the girls and ended up staying with her and it was it was very affordable, but I had to ask because they did not provide housing for me. All right, so that brings us to if and when you decide to accept the contract, you should be fully aware of when your first day of work will be, I would hope. <laughs> One of the most stressful parts of this for me, this whole process, is just getting myself prepared. It's the packing, it's the getting my hair and nails and eyebrows and whatever else done one last time with beauticians I trust because I'm extra. I know, I know, but it's all part of it. It's all part of it. You're going to have to find all new people to go to for different things. Even if, I don't know, if you're a dude, you're going to have to find a new barber, a new baba and whatever else. So... It's nice to just go to the people you trust and you know do a good job before you leave. Um, making sure my car is ready. Like I check the fluids, I change the oil if necessary, check my tire pressure. And that is especially important if your contract is hundreds of miles away and you have to drive. Will you even be able to, to drive or will you need a car? That's a big question as well. You might have to find somewhere to store it if not and call your insurance, let them know it's not being used. And then you can tell them however long you're on the contract. So hopefully they can lower your rate in the meantime. That'll be a little bit less of an expense for you while you're away as well. If you have pets, will you be able to take them with you? This is a big one. This is why I don't have a pet because I want a dog so badly. I can't wait for that day to come. But for now, we, we wait. <laughs> but for those of you with pets, um, what was I saying? Oh, sorry. Back on track. Okay. I know some people, I know some people who bring animals on tour with them, but obviously all the logistics will need to be worked out ahead of time. I'm sure you have to talk to somebody and send that in your email, or if you have an agent, make sure that that is brought up and addressed. Um, will you have to add international coverage to your phone plan if you're working overseas? or you're on a cruise ship and you're going to multiple different countries, your phone company may have to know that so that they don't charge you extra for data or whatever else. What things will you need that you may not be able to buy on this contract so that you can stock up on it in advance? For me, <laughs> that's my medical grade skincare because I'm a bougie girl over here. But our, another thing is, are they providing show makeup or will you have to bring your own? And if so, will there be easily accessible makeup stores where you can buy what you need once you get there? Or will you have to order online? All things to think about. And I'm sure there are plenty of others I missed on this list, but you get the gist. You kind of learn as you go along, depending on your contract, it's all going to be different. But stock up on things that you need that you won't be able to get 
all the things I mentioned, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So once you have gotten yourself as prepared as one can be, and remember ordering things online is a thing. So don't get too nervous. I always forget, like that's always an option. I can always order things, even if I'm on a ship. It's time to mentally prepare for rehearsals. So on top of, you know, physically preparing all of your things and moving, you have to also be mentally preparing for learning the shows or show or shows. You're going to want to make sure you bring rehearsal clothes, which are right for the kind of movement and physical activities you'll be asked to do. I usually bring athletic wear. Um, you can also bring dance wear, but I, I always bring it and then I never need it. I never need a leotard, honestly. Um, bring your dance shoes and sneakers. You'll also know whether they provide rehearsal shoes or not from your contract. So also something important to know. Depending on the intensity of movement, you may want to bring or invest in a foam roller or a roller ball, like a little tennis ball. If you're a singer, think about the things you'll need to maintain peak vocal health, aka a nebulizer and saline solution. I recommend the vocal mist. I'm not being paid to say that. A steamer a vaporizer, a vocal tube, throat spray, cough drops or pastilles, throat goat tea, honey, vocal zones, whatever works for you and your vocal health routine. There was something else I was gonna add. Oh, not only rehearsal shoes, um, sometimes gigs or jobs will not even provide you with show shoes. So also clarify that whether or not you need to bring your own dance shoes. Alrighty, moving on. I would just like you all to keep in mind that rehearsals are usually the most grueling and intense part of any contract. You're using up every cell, not every cell, but you're using up basically every inch of your brain capacity to learn and memorize new things extremely quickly, which usually includes dancing, movement, physicalizations, blocking, and your mind and body are going to be exhausted because one, you're moving your body, and two, your brain is also having a workout simultaneously. So when your brain's tired and your body's tired, like no bueno, you should not, I repeat, you should not feel bad if you are not perfect after learning something in one day, because as Miley has taught us, nobody's perfect, shout out, and no one is expecting you to be. That's very important to remember. Just do the best you can and try to remember to have gratitude in these moments because I always tell myself you get the opportunity to learn something new to grow and to get better once the whole learning part is over you're just in a semi-mindless performing mode for the next however many months until the end of your contract so try to remember to enjoy the exploration phase and find something new even though it can seem a little daunting and stressful at times after rehearsals, your top priority is basically just maintaining your longevity and your health, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health, so you can continue to give authentic, consistent performances that honor both yourself and your audience. So while that is not the case, learn something new, explore your character, make all of the choices, and figure out which ones are the best and which ones work for you, and just have a good time with it. Don't take it too seriously. Also remember during rehearsals, it is more than okay. In fact, it is encouraged to ask to see something again or ask for help. If you are not fully grasping something, be your own best 
advocate. I struggle with this sometimes, so I completely understand that it can be hard to admit that you're not picking it up, especially if you think everyone else is picking it up faster than you. And you know, sometimes that's true, but most of the time everyone is like, yes, I could totally benefit from running that again. So if you know what your learning style is, maybe ask for it to be explained in that way that it will make sense to you. Or if you need to see some choreography slower, ask. Or, or <laughs> if you need to record someone else doing it so you can practice on your own, go for it. For me, my learning process is very much when it comes to movement and choreography, I see it and I can like kind of do it that day, but I need that night and that sleeping cycle, that sleep cycle to have it all really soak into my brain. And then the next day I come in and I'm like, all right, nailed it. But that first day I just feel sometimes a little bit like very disappointed in myself because I feel like I'm not getting it as quickly as everyone else. But I need to remember like my first I'm like a singer, actor, dancer, dancer, strong mover. So I shouldn't be comparing myself with people whose main focus is dancing. That's just silly. And that's just, you know, I have a different wheelhouse and it's not that I can't learn it. It's just that I take a little bit longer to learn it and that's fine. Huh, that was like a pep talk just for me. I hope somebody else could benefit from that as well. Okay. Um, whatever will help you do your best, do help you do your job to the best of your ability and make your process the best it can be for you, absolutely take advantage of it. I would do my gratefuls at night during rehearsals on the ship. And I would literally say things like, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to learn and grow and do something new every day. I'm grateful for the nerves because in two months, this show will be an on autopilot and my brain will basically be shut off. So I'm grateful for this time where everything is fresh and I'm seeing it with new eyes. If you're not growing, you're dying. And I want to continue growing for as long as I can. That got a little bit dark at the end and a little bit existential, but it's so true because that's just, I love that saying. That's a saying that really resonates with me. If you're not growing, you're dying. So that's why, even though I am not in a show right now, I am going to be taking dance classes ASAP. I am going to, I have a vocal coach, so I'm still working on different uh, songs and helping and hopefully improving my vocal quality. Um, just always trying to better your craft. And that's what separates those that continue on the path of this career and those who give up, I think. It's all in what you do when you're not working. Are you still sharpening those skills, refining those skills, being the best that you can be, trying to be the best that you can be and level up? Or are you complacent? And then you just think, meh, it's not really for me. You know? So... That's what separates the great from the mediocre, I would say. So highly encourage, do something to better your craft today or just to make you happy. Sing a little song, do a little dance. No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> Unless you want to. Hey, I'm all about it. On that note, <laughs> I am going to see my friend who I went to see Kimberly Akimbo with. I'm going to see his cabaret tonight. So I've got to go get ready. My hair's looking flat and limp and I need some, what is up with all these innuendos tonight, girlfriend? I do not know, but I got to do something with this hair. 
I'm very excited. Um, hopefully he will actually be on the podcast very soon. I'll try to set up a time with him this week to come on over for an interview and a little chit chat. Uh, he has an agent, so he can tell us all about that experience as I talked about on last week's episode. And, um, this is my first 54 Below show, so that's very exciting. I'm, I've never been there, so I'm very excited to see the talent, to see what everybody brings to the table, what song choices everybody's doing. Oh, it's going to be so fun. Get to mingle with all the, all the other members of the <laughs> musical theater community. Yes. Okay, you're sick of me. So, as always, if you've been enjoying the pod... Give me a cute little <clears throat> five-star rating and review. And if you have any topics you'd like advice on, please feel free to slat on in those DMs at Booked and Blessed Pod or my personal at Carissa Hope Instagram. That is K-A-R-I-S-A-H-O-P-E. And give me a follow while you're at it if you want to stay up to date on all things Booked and Blessed or my life related. Uh, I actually, on my personal account, I just put up some polls to um, see which headshot everybody likes better to help me with the decision, the really rough decision of the only two retouches. So if you want to help me out with that, please go and support your girl. Give me your input. I'd love to hear it. I love you. I hope you have a marvelous Monday and an even better rest of your week. Let's get booked and blessed, y'all.